Yo, we are live right now. This is the 360 Chop Shop Podcast. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. This is our first time ever hitting this run. So, yeah, welcome y'all. Welcome y'all. Thank y'all so much. What up? I'm going to take this time to introduce ourselves. My name is DJ Cosmo. Uh, you know, we here at Shelter in Place, quarantine right now. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, what up, what up? This EJ, a.k.a. Noxzilla. You got to turn your mic up a little bit, huh? I don't got no nickname. My name is Alan, though. It's the alias. <laughs> the alias got name. no alias. Is it, is it better now? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So first things first, 360 Chop Shop. Uh, we're, we're basically here to... Um, Give you guys something to listen to or to watch, whatever's going to be some content. Trying to uh, get a piece of this podcast game here and uh, just kind of speak our minds. You guys got anything you want to touch on right now before we jump into it? Get it in the comments, though. We got some comments. I'm on my live, too, on Facebook right now. So we got about eight followers right now following. So thank you all so much for tuning in right now. This is the 360 podcast. We just uh 360 chop shop podcast. You know, we gotta get <laughs> gotta get that thing right. You know, this is the first first trial run, especially the first run that we've been uh talking about this for a long time to get this thing going. Finally. But, and we it finally took uh COVID-19 to put us all in shelter in place to do it all from our home. Uh and you know Hawaii though. Get the thing going. Still in Hawaii though. Yeah. Still in Hawaii. <laughs> Shoot. I'm trying I'm trying to get this music going right now. I'm trying to see what's up with this music. Make sure this music works. All right. So let's uh let's let's jump into it, Alan. All right. Well Nito's supposed to be on here too, but we're about to just, you know, give you a little bit of who we are and and why we're why we're doing this or you know what's motivating us to do something like this. Um, I'll start off with myself. I am a aspiring entrepreneur. Um, I'm trying to teach like business game, tax, like tax loopholes and just loopholes in life in general. Like I've uh, I've I've got to the point of where I'm at based on just like running loopholes and and just in doing little things to get to be a business owner. I have two businesses. Uh, one's a vintage uh, thrift shop and the other is a vape store where we're like at six years running and we're the only vape store in the 831 right now. So, and then whoever's next, whoever wants to go. Uh, for myself, um, I guess my, my background has always been music, uh, whether it's DJing, all the way to playing live music and producing music. Uh, we've kind of always been the technical one in things and learning software and all of that stuff. So like the fact that we're able to do this right now is it's, uh, it's, it's like the next step. I think, I think we're actually, because of the, the coronavirus and everything going on that that we're able to still do something like this you know like like we had said we talked about this 
for a long time. I think it's been a, a couple years since we started planning it and, and it's like finally coming into fruition, I guess you could say. So, so now that we're um, actually stepping out to do something like this, I think it's a, uh, it's pretty big, you know, like who, who knows, who know, knows what we can do with it, honestly. But, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty excited for what's going on. Yeah, I mean, with this whole platform now that we have access to connect with the entire world, you know, uh, you know, so we got a lot of th- we got a lot of stuff to cover. You know, we got a lot of uh, things to talk about. You know, uh, since we all introducing ourselves, as y'all don't know who I am, my name is DJ Cosmo. Um, been influenced a lot by EJ Noxzilla. You know, when it comes to music, you know, uh, kind of grew up together doing the whole music thing. Um, kind of went my own direction in the DJ game, you know, and that's one thing that's really affected me, you know, uh, career-wise, you know, with this COVID-19 being sheltered in place. A lot of my gigs got canceled, just like a lot of other things got canceled. So, you know, it's kind of hard, but, you know, we still could have an opportunity to connect with with our audience and, and everyone that's tuning in right now, also in shelter place and, you know, also who've been affected by COVID-19, but, you know, we're, we're not here to talk about the negative stuff. We're not here to talk about, you know, stuff that, you know, issues are going to start worry. You know, we, we want to be able to bring up issues that's going to steer away from all that. That's going to be, you know, enlightening or something that's going to be inspiring or something that's going to be uplifting, something that's going to be encouraging, something that's going to help someone persevere to, you know, whatever the outcome may be of this whole virus thing. We never know what's going to happen. We just got word that the entire schools have been shut down for the entire uh, rest of the school year, you know, and, you know, you know, there's, there's downsides to that because it's like, oh, kids don't have school to go to. But the upside of it is that, you know, people got an opportunity to, you know, spend some good quality time with their families and, you know, and uh, people who have been overworked, you know, have an opportunity to get rest so they're not so burnt out all the time and, you know, and have that opportunity to spend the time with the family. So, you know, there's a lot of bright side things to this. So, you know, yeah, so we're going we're gonna to bring that. We're going to bring that vibe. You know, we're going to, um, you know, talk about a lot of stuff. All right. So um, I know Alan, Alan prepared some questions for all of us uh let's see what you got hold on what's up vanessa she over there watching on my facebook what's up vanessa out there in hawaii we have a cart we have a cartoonist and a porn star star cartoonist on ours also so (laughs) oh for real i see i see you boo (laughs) let's see uh rachel just signed on Rachel Sanchez, what's up? What's up? All right, all right. So let's go. Alan got five questions. Question for y'all. Let's so, go. Like, who from your childhood influences you? That's a good question. You want to go first, Mo? Like, in in terms of what though? Like, can you be a little bit more specific? Influence me is like how. Just in life, like like who 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 played major factors in your life to make you who you are right now? Like straight up, like man, there's so many people that 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 influenced my life. You know, I could go on and on about 
each and every one of my family members. You know, uh, I could talk about my dad. I could talk about my uncles. I could talk about my brother. You know, I could talk about celebrities. I could talk about musicians. I could talk about artists. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of artists, music definitely had a huge influence on me because I grew up in music pretty much all my life. Um, but if I had to say just one person that had the biggest impact, man, uh, man, it, it's hard. It's really hard to say because it's just like, you know, being a family oriented man and just like, you know, and everybody is always looking out for one another in my family and outside my family, you know, um, man my biggest influence and, and who's it's really hard it's really hard to say you know because i got people watching so they want, they want, they want me to say it was me no nah, i want to give you know everyone you know I, I the list could go on but you know primarily my family you know my number one family uh my dad of course my uncle danny um uncle alvin you know had a huge hand in my childhood you know showed me all, all my uncles you know um and, and especially my brother gabe you know um so, but if I was to say someone outside of my family, if I were to say celebrity, if I would say artist, um, man, I actually, I just, someone asked me this question earlier on, on uh, Instagram live and they said, Oh, who, who's your favorite rapper? You know? And it's just like, yeah, I'm, I can't say my favorite rapper, but I can give you those names of who gave me the best influence. And those names that I put out there was Biggie, uh, E-40. Tupac, Eminem, and J. Cole. That's who I could say right now, as far as like, you Jay-Z? know. Musically, musically. You say Jay Z? No, I did say Jay Z. But Jay Z is on the top 10. Okay. I could say, I know, I'm, I'm right there with you too, Mo. I know it's just like growing up throughout the years, there's always somebody, whether it's family, close friends, or you know, there's always somebody that has some kind of impact on your life. You know, well, what I, mean? I mean, honestly, I, I could say you, EJ, you know, um, you of all people, you know, you taught me how to DJ. You allow me to channel a talent and and use it to the best of my ability. I would have no idea how to DJ. Of course, you know, I have uncles that DJ, but you actually took the time to show me how to DJ, how to mix. Um working with you in the studio, musically, you know, you know, just like Iron Sharpers, Iron type thing. So you inspire me a lot, you know, uh, you know, you being a family man, you know, you being able at, at your age, able to accomplish what you've accomplished, raising three beautiful kids, you know, that, you know, you too, Al, you know, you, you know, yeah. you, you out here trying to build a football team right now. So. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's, that's real though, because real, yeah. I mean, that was, that was, I mean, you know, Honestly, it's always the biggest inspiration is always going to be family. You know what I mean? But like, you know, like even with you guys, like that was, that was, I was literally going on the same, down the same path because, you know, like, like Alan, you know, Alan inspires me to want to be my own boss, to want to do my, like start my own business and things like that. Oh yeah, for real. I mean, Mo, Mo inspires me to want to be a better producer or or musician all around and things like that. You know what I mean? A a, a better promoter or hype man or or whatever it is. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, another one that I say too, and like, uh, you know, honestly, like just over the years, a big inspiration to me is Ben Rosette. Like just seeing like how much he's accomplished over the years and knowing like 
how he where he came from and all that stuff like that one was that one is always a a big one just you know like seeing people that i know know really good that are doing things yeah. that's always an inspiration for me to want to become more and be better you know what i mean and then i would just say too like my biggest inspiration on the on the music side like as a producer dr dre hands down like that's yeah. that for me that's the one See, we could talk about top five producers. You know, Dr. Dre is definitely on my top five. Not my number <laughs> one, but he's definitely my top five. Well, Manny Fresh, though. Manny Fresh ain't on there? Fresh. What's up? Fresh. Fresh. Manny, Manny Fresh. Fresh ain't on that list? Nah. Not really. <laughs> um, he, 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 I say he's definitely, I mean, he's definitely, I give Manny Fresh his props, man. He put I, out I, some hits, bro. I think that's an honorable mention. In the Definitely early 2000s. On, he put, yeah, in the early 2000s, you know, Cash Money had it sold even, up back then. Even 99. Yeah. Yo, yo, hold on. I got a couple shout-outs. You know, July just logged on with a throat. Uh, Lester's <laughs> on. What's up, Lester? Hey, hey Matt Blackman. the big homie. Q-Ball's on. What's up, man? Hey, Matt Blackman hey, said, can we get hey, We got to get Q-Ball on here, though. <laughs> Q-Ball. You get Beast Between the Sheets back. You know, bring it back. Sheets. 97.9 <laughs> Fuego Blazing. Hip-Hop Ima. Lesteezy, DJ Two Tip, what's up, man? Yeah, so we just chilling, man. This is cool, man. You know, everyone's right. at home right now. And what about you, Alan? Huh? It's your turn. Yeah, who's your biggest influence or inspiration? Like, I like for real. Like, you guys say family, and I like. I always, I always like have my family like that, but, but like, there was a lot of times in my life I felt like, like I had to rebel against my family to do what I wanted to do, you know? And I felt like that's what yeah, that's that. like what pushed me more than, than, than a lot of things. It's just like doubt, like when people doubt me, you know, it's like, I have like high aspirations. And then when someone doubts me, then it's like, yo, I gotta pull through. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta do this. But then that's all because, and then my surroundings, like my cousins and, and you guys, like just growing up with you guys, and then having like all my cousins are freaking nine dudes, so it's like, it's like they're 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 always there. And but it was like, I keep saying this is like this is like, <laughs> uh, but yeah, straight up like just like just like what you guys said, it was like, I feel like I feel like like the homies, you guys, um, my cousins. It's like, I it's just it's like it's striving just, just to be better, you know, just so that we can keep leading each other on, you know, to like, to be beast, you know? Cause I don't think anything, I don't think nothing less than that. I don't think that like, we're not going to be dope. You know what I mean? Yeah. Feel you bro. Feel you. Feel you. I mean, cause I, I, that's something that I've known too. I mean, even just going back to the Enfuego days, it's just like, we always know that we can take it to the next level and we could be more. And, you know, it's just sometimes like we just get hit with something that's just like, Oh, it's going to stop for now or whatever. You know, it was, it was like when they sold the radio station, it was like, we had, we had such a big thing going on. And then all of a sudden it was like, radio station's been sold. You guys are no longer working here. It's like, come on, man. Like, you know what I mean? Things like that. They just happen. It's like uncontrollable. uncontrollable. Like that was, that was like, what, tw- going on 20 years ago, man. Like was it really 90, that long ago? 
It's almost, it's almost cue ball. How long ago? Oh, wait, how long no, was it? Cue ball still watching. No, <laughs> that was like 2000, 2002, three. 2003. Yeah. yeah. What year is it? It's 2020, bro. It, it's, <laughs> yeah. We're rounding up. It, it's, you know, we're getting Dang, old, man. That was a long we, time we're getting ago. old, man. Hey, shout out to anybody that remembers 97.9 in Fuego back in the way, way, way days in the 831. Shout out to anybody that's been to a jackal party. Anybody that's Jackal. been rocking, anybody that's been to a smash down party, Only shout out to Yo, peep this out. If anybody could post a flyer right now of either a Jackal party or one of the old smash down nonstop parties from back in the day, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll give you a free mixtape. Yeah. <laughs> free mixtape. We'll give you a free mixtape mixed by DJ Nito himself. All right, so if whoever could post a flyer, you could just take a picture of it, or you know, if you got one of the flyers from back in the days, if you remember the old collab entertainment parties, the old scratchaholics parties, the old old days, the good old days, man. It's hard to say that the good old days, man. Remember we were young once, and now we're the ones out here being all uh, man. Time be flying. Hey, hey you're still going though. Ourselves right now, bro. You're still going though. <laughs> We are still going. We just, you know, we we just we just take it in a whole different level. Smashdown, right. yeah, we got to be. Hey, Leslie had a had a, a reminder. Smashdown, Smashdown production. Shout out, you know, way back in the day. Uh, man. Next question. All right. Next question is, what's something that you know now that you wish you knew earlier? Hmm. You can take this one, E. Um, man, I always come across these kind of – honestly, I would probably say being focused more on things that I do now because it was like – like even like as a kid taking like piano and guitar lessons and stuff like that, and I decided back then, I was like, I don't want to do this no more. I want to play baseball. And now, now what am I doing? You know what I mean? It's it, it, playing music. And so I think that was something where if I would have known back then that that's what I was going to pursue, I probably would have stuck with it and things would have been different, honestly. So like, yeah. like knowing stuff like that, like, trying to figure out that. And that's something that I'm trying to like teach my kids now. It's like knowing what you want to do when you grow up or what you, what you want to put your focus into, like do it now instead of waiting until you're, till you're, you know, in your late twenties or whatever, like me, I'm trying to figure it out after you're married and got kids. You know what I mean? (laughs) That's so real. (laughs) <laughs> no, I, I definitely I would say the same thing for me is uh, if I could go back in time and give myself a lesson you know I would just have the work ethic you know if yeah. I had the work ethic then that you have now that I have now I, I would be way more successful you know I mean I mean we can't put a, a number or a level of success but as far as like you know where I would be financially yeah you know definitely. you know as far as where I would be in my career, you know, where we would be at, you know, music wise, 
if we would have took all the music that we did back in 2005 with the God Squad and really applied everything that we, you know, that we're applying now, you know, and had the connections and had the avenues of what we have now. I mean, excluding social media and internet, because back then the internet was just barely starting, you know, and, you know, social media wasn't really, even really a thing back then, you know, but now it's like if we could go back in time and have the work ethic that we have now, I, I think that, you know, we would be on a whole different spectrum um, as far as where we would be in our careers, as far as where we'd be in our lives, period, you know. Um, but I'm grateful. You know, overall, I'm grateful that, you know, we had to learn the lessons the hard way like everyone else does. Sometimes people learn it quicker than, you know, and. Uh, yeah, and, sometimes people see things earlier. Yeah. Or an understand an understanding. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I mean, and you know, you have three kids and you're able to instill that into them, you know, so that they don't have to grow up teenagers and, and, you know, young adolescents not knowing, you know, what's, you know, what to expect in, you know, in adulthood, you know, when that time comes for them, you know, even for you, Al, it's like, you know, uh, when you're going back to biggest inspiration, man, honestly, I want to bring it back to that question. I, I have to say your son, bro. Honestly, I have to say Dustin has been, one of the biggest persons that's influenced your life. And now I'm just being real because you, you're, 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 oh, your, yeah, boy, sure. your boy is like, you know, you know, he's, he got a good head on the shoulders, man. And, you know, yep. like, as many times as the years we've seen you guys grow together, he's becoming a man and, you know, you guys kind of have that same mindset, you know, and he, you, you've instilled that in him and, you know, you showed him in life what not to do <laughs> in a lot of, a lot of areas, you know, but he learns, you know, he learns, man. And, you know, it's, that's one thing that I could say, like with the kids and teenagers nowadays, they really soak up a lot of stuff. You know, they really, you know, it's especially now that they have the internet, now that they have YouTube and all this, you know, and even now more so than ever, because that's all we have now, you know, is our only learning is what the resources that's provided to us. And, you know, if we had, if we had the access to the internet and social media back then, man, with the ideas that were coming out, you know, it's like, shoot, we had, a, we had a promo squad, man. How many times we throw them parties and we had it cracking? Yeah, Man, I remember those parties. I think that's that's something too. Then bringing it back, something that I didn't know then that I know now. I'm trying to be innovative, like what's mm -hmm. what what are you, what are we gonna do to be that next step to mm -hmm. make something go further? Right, like that's something that I didn't know then was to be an innovator. Right, it's like now. We were trying to innovate, but back then it was always like, "Oh, we gonna we we're gonna do do this like DJ Qbert, you know mm -hmm. what I mean, or who whoever it was." Yeah. The homie Matt over here is clowning on me. <laughs> he said, "I got on Mars Beanie from Home Alone." Yo, <laughs> are you? Are he, he's the Sticky Bandits. He's the Sticky Bandits. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got some. Hey, shout out to uh, Bobby, Bobby Lopez. Let's see what Christine. Christine is on. What's up, Christine? Louie, I see you, man. Okay, okay, we got. Can, we got they, can they hear all of us on that on that feed? On yeah. yours? Yeah, they can hear. Okay. If y'all could hear, because they they hear responding, they responding to everything. So if. Just a quick sound check. This is our first time actually doing this, ladies and gentlemen. We are live all together, but we are not because we were practicing social distancing. I'm here at my home. EJ's at his home. 
Alan's at his home. We're all home Hawaii. being safe. Hawaii, though. In <laughs> <laughs> He's been swimming in the clouds the whole time. Uh, we, we do. We do also have another another live feed on the Chop Shop. Yeah. Facebook page. Yeah, go like the 360 Chop Shop page right now, please, so that you can uh, get updated because most of our streams are going to be on here. And yeah. Yeah, make, let's make use of this. We'll probably end up at some point bringing some of you guys in to uh, join us in the, in the podcast. Yeah, that's like the whole goal is to get guests out here so everyone from like out here can, can tell their story, you know? Yeah. So do we want to do we want to cover some more of those questions or should we save them for the next time? It's up to y'all. I'm good with I'm good I'm good with uh, saving it or if you want to do one. Let's go one more. One more. Well, hey, just before we ask the question, I do got confirmation that everyone could hear from my Facebook live. So we are we are golden pony boys. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for tuning in. Yes, yes. Thank you all for tuning in. We are live right now on the 360 Chop Shop. We are live. Make sure y'all follow. Make sure you follow the Instagram, too. Where's the Instagram at? Let them know the handle for the Instagram. Uh, 360 Chop Shop. There it is. Just like it is. Just like it is. 360 Chop Shop. Should be too hard to find. Matter of fact. Y'all should go ahead and go follow that right now. Do it, do it, do it. And of course, y'all can follow us individually, ladies and gentlemen. You can follow me at Cosmo Beats, K-H-O-S-M-O-B-E-A-T-Z. So make sure you follow that. Nagzilla, K-N-O-C-K-Z-I-L-L-A. And and Alan got Big Alan, 31, official sponsor. Big 31, Scratch Exchange. You know, uh, we aren't open right now, but hit me up if you need some. <laughs> I'm losing money. <laughs> it's a struggle. It's a struggle. All right, that's, that's, that's what this next question is going to be about. Okay. This last question, that's what it's mainly, it's, it's about, it's about, so if, if money, if money wasn't a factor with anything, are you doing what? you really want to be doing right now? Uh, I, I, I know for myself, I could say no. Um, just, just knowing the fact that like this, like I'd rather just be sitting here doing this with you guys all day. You know what I mean? Making some beats or some, or coaching baseball. I mean, obviously with the times and the whole shelter in place, it's it's not something that we can do, but but for real though, like if it if it didn't come down to money and having to support the family like that, like I wouldn't be working a, a regular job. Yeah, I mean it's I mean that could go universal though, you know. I mean if money wasn't a factor, yeah, definitely. I mean you could be doing a whole lot of other things and just doing what we're doing now. Um, but again, that just goes with the mindset, you know. But if money wasn't a factor, right? What would that be? Like, what, what, what would you be doing other than this? Other than this, 
what being on Facebook right now and, and <laughs> having this podcast. Hey, uh, yeah, I, I would I would still be doing this. Honestly, I still would yeah. because this is a, a great way. Honestly, um Yeah. If for me, definitely would be music. Um if it wasn't music, then it would be cooking. Because we all know Chef Mo gets down. Uh so music and food. Between music and food, those will be my my number one in one passion. They're pretty much e- equal together. Um, uh, as far as what I'm very passionate about. Music definitely is a drive. And when I say music, that's not just, you know, DJing and producing and writing. It's all aspects of music, of performing, of, you know, um, of just because it's like, really, I, I currently am, well, not at this point in time being, you know, with circumstances, but, you know, I felt that I was on, you know, doing what I was love, you know, doing what I, what I love to do. And being able to be consistent with it, with not just DJing, but also producing, um, making beats, having, finding the time to do all that, you know, and just having the, the hunger and strive. You know, ask me that question 10 years ago, I could probably say, yeah, no, nah, I'm definitely, but it's like now, it's just like I've just been, a fire has been lit under me with, you know, you, when you have that moment of clarity and you have that epiphany where you're just like, man, you just got that hunger. And, you know, for the past, what, three, four years, man, I've just been just striving to just do the best that I possibly can and, you know, channel all my energy into music. Man, but you're killing though, dog, for real. I appreciate it, man. But it's, yeah. you know, that's sometimes the joys of having the freedom of not having children. You know, don't <laughs> <laughs> get you guys because y'all don't, you know, because I love your kids, man. Your kids are beautiful. Uh, but I'm I'm thankful that at this point of time in my life, even though I know I'm, I, yeah, definitely when God says the time is right and He blesses me with that right woman to mother my children, then yeah. But until then. You know, I'm just going to just go for the finish line. And I don't know where that finish line is, so I'm just going to keep going. Yeah. 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 What about you, Alan? What's the question you want to ask us? If money wasn't the issue, are you doing what you want to be doing? Yeah, for sure. I think so. I think, I think like, like, what I want to be doing is, like, is like where I'm at right now, like straight up, like where shelter in places is, is like, like where, where, where it's got me. It's like, I've never spent this much time at home, like ever. Like, even when I was a kid, I was always trying to get out of my house, you know? Yeah. Like, like I'm like seeing world like totally differently, like totally different than like, than I used to. Like I had like a, like a young, a young like mentality that wasn't, you know, it was stupid. Like I thought I knew everything, but I really didn't, you know? So, but like, I'm really happy to be here, like to be surrounded by my kids, like, and my wife and just like being home and just like, just knowing that like, I'm home, you know? And it's dope. Yeah. I feel you. I mean, I got, I'm at home all the time too so it's it wasn't even really anything that was too much i think for myself it was more so um seeing it in a different perspective because like you know just before this for us it was like baseball cheer baseball cheer baseball cheer 
and more baseball. And it, it was like, there was really no time for anything else, but it's like, now we get to kick it. We get to chill at home. And you know what I mean? The crazy thing too was during all that, we were like eating out every day. Yeah. So it's like the amount of money that we've saved now because we're able to actually cook at home. It's, I don't know. I mean, I guess I would say, yeah, like with the way things are right now, financially, it's, it's been a lot easier than it, than it was prior. Yeah. Definitely. Shut down. Yeah. But I can't wait for this whole thing to end. I don't know about y'all, but you know, well, yeah. So that, I mean, that brings us to our next topic, the COVID-19. I know it's something that is probably a broken record by now because it's something that everybody's talking about. That's all you're hearing about. And that's all that's running all our lives right now. But I mean, you know, just to hear another person's take on it, like, what are you, how are you guys dealing with it? Social distancing, washing my hands. <laughs> <laughs> no, but for real though, that's, that's real talk. I, I mean, it, uh, social distancing, really. I mean, it, it's serious out there, you know, and I'm not taking it lightly. Honestly, I'm not, you know, until it kind of blows over. I mean, I'm not all serious. I'm not walking around with masks and gloves and, you know, all like that. I mean, for people that do wear masks and gloves, by all means, you know, be safe as possible as you can. I feel I don't need to be walking around with a mask on. Um, but you know, uh, I've been dealing, you know, you know, staying up with my vitamin C and trying to build my immune system and eating healthier. And, you know, that's pretty much all we can do, you know, at this point in time, that's all we're limited, you know, and, uh, but at the same time, being shelter in place and practicing social distancing, you know, allow me to connect with a lot of people, believe it or not through social media, through Instagram and be able to, you know, when I go on live and I do my live mixes and hearing the feedback and reading the comments that people are, you know, inspired. And, you know, as far as like, man, they needed this good feel because it's like they've been stuck in the house and they just need some sort of sort of entertainment. You know, I got people, you know, tagging me like, Oh man, it's, it's, it's crazy, you know? And, you know, um, you know, just to get that response, you know, just to know that, you know, I, I love DJing, you know, ever, I love music, period. But being able to share the, my love and passion of music to, with everyone because that's the way that I can do it. You know, it's, every day I've been trying to figure out different ways to stream live, to make it sound better, to, you know. And, you know, I watch all these other DJs and what they're doing. And I'm like, oh, let me see if I could, you know, do something a little better, you know. But it's not a competition thing. But it's just a matter of just like, you know, again, putting the best out there the best possible me out there so when people realize when this whole thing is up and they need a wedding dj they know who to call <laughs> what up mike mike thomas chimed in but um i am also an essential employee so i'm also thankful for that that i do get to go to work and i am able to still have a, a, a steady income so with that i'm thankful for very 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 thankful for yeah, yeah. Because same you know, here. You know, same here. I'm still working. Yeah, I'm still doing. You know, because we're we're construction and emergency services, so that's that's not really going to stop unless they really call it martial law. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. but 
Yeah, I don't know. The thing that the thing that was crazy to me is how people got went out and just bought up all the the toilet paper and paper towel. Like, I mean, for real though, like, like are you are you you really need to buy that much that you can't save some for everybody else? <laughs> Did you see those videos of like like old ladies and? Old people fighting for it? It's crazy. <laughs> no, for real. Yeah. They, those are beating each other with their canes and stuff. I'm like, man, for but, real. But I mean, that's the that's the power of, of social media and media in general. You know what I mean? Cause yeah. like for real, would would this had if say this happened back in, in the nineties, like would you think it was gonna be this bad? Like you know what I mean? It was I don't even think it was this bad when we had the earthquake. You know what I mean? <laughs> So I don't know, dude. It was just I just it's just crazy how some people yeah. react to things like this. Cause um yeah, I don't know. Like I just kinda saw it saw it that way. But I mean even even when we had that uh H one N one, the swine flu, hella more people died. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but that they didn't was, do nothing about it. But it it wasn't circulated like as worldwide as COVID nineteen is though. That's the thing. It, a lot of people died. A lot of people, and, but they were able to control it to where it didn't spread. To whereas now, this whole pandemic is like, man. You hear, do you guys hear any, like, you guys, like, listen to any, like, conspiracies and stuff like that? Do you guys believe in any of that stuff? I hear a lot of stories, man. This is, this is all based on that 5G. <laughs> that that's what they're trying to say but i mean i saw some i saw this video and i gotta go back and find it but dude was talking about how there's a patent for the virus already like back in like 2016 or something like i forget the time don't quote me on that but there's basically a patent for the coronavirus and that was like years ago and I guess like a, all of a sudden it's out because like somebody was transporting the virus to like China. It was like in Canada transporting it to China and it like got out somehow. And now all of a sudden it's a freaking pandemic. Wow, no. <laughs> I just want to see what you guys say about it. <laughs> there's all types of conspiracies and things that's being set up. Man. And it's like, I try not to feed into it, man. I really try not to feed into it. Because it's just like it takes away so much of reality, you know. It takes away from so much of what's really going on that people like don't know what's really, you know. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, that's exactly what it is. But yeah. Like I saw this post before, and it said something like, "It was like, like I'm not worried. Like I'm not worried about the virus." But I'm worried about the people, and like, and that just shows, like, with the whole toilet paper thing, with everyone tripping out, people killing people, that shit wild. Like, yeah, someone said, yeah, someone was commenting on the toilet paper <laughs> comment. It said, like, like Corona give coronavirus gives you the runs. <laughs> <laughs> like people who buy it out toilet paper, like it really gives you runs. Like you really about to have the boo boo guts just because you got the virus when you don't even have the virus and you don't even have the boo boo guts. And come on, man, when people need to walk the butt, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah, for real. Not everybody's Filipino. Not everybody knows how to tabo correctly. You know, not everybody <laughs> want to tabo. You know, I don't mind. Shoot, I'm Filipino. I'll you know, I'll make sure my butt's clean. But yeah. Yeah. But we also make sure we got a stock of toilet paper too. So you know, if it comes down to it, I'm down to do it. <laughs> yep. So I mean, I don't like. I guess just like, what do you, how you guys feeling about what's going on with like sports and everything right now? Because I know that's a big thing. Like just especially, especially in our house, just simply because of how busy we were, and then all of a sudden it just came to a halt. Like everything was just done, and then it just keeps getting pushed back and more and more. It's like now, now they're saying it. We're not gonna be getting started till like the beginning of May, like May third or something like that. But hey, can, can I can I say something, man? I just I love watching your son's videos, bro. Your 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 son, man, is a beast. Only seven years old, playing with ten year olds, and he's a beast, man. So. Man, big ups, bro. Real talk, real talk. But he loves yeah. the game. He loves the game. Clearly, clearly he does. If y'all don't know, make sure you follow JoJo. Where can they follow JoJo? See his see his films at. Make sure them coaches and scouts are watching too. So they can see his films. JoJo's got it all. He's got an Instagram, J Soul Navarro. He's got his he's got a uh Facebook page now. He got a YouTube channel, J Soul Baseball. Like just I mean, I don't know, dude. It's crazy because those videos, I just do all those on my phone. Like the one I did for his baseball team. No, that, that one was dope. That one was legit. <laughs> I did all that on my phone. And I was like, dang, dude. Like, it's crazy because every time I use Video Leap, and every time they come out with an update, they always add something else to it that just makes the, that app more that much more beast. It's crazy. It he just plugged an app, silent plug for the app. <laughs> Yeah, give me, give us a sponsorship. sponsorship. <laughs> we, we need a sponsorship. Video leap. What's what's their uh what's their uh photo app? Photo Fox. Yeah, yeah. But uh, oh, no, Enlight, Enlight, Pixel Loop. I mean, I got so many different apps that I use. It's crazy. I use apps on top of apps just to get one perfect image. <laughs> yep. But uh, but sports though, man, me. It, it affected it started off when Kobe died man when Kobe passed away that that was just like a, a huge 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 hit to my heart yeah as a lot of people yeah it it was I I, I mean even I could say for myself you know because like I'm I was never a Laker fan you know like you guys are it was always like for me that the Warriors was my team but you know, like just having the respect for somebody and like the legacy that he built and then to know like how old he was and then just to know that that, that kind of stuff can happen to anybody. Yeah. Just like, man, it, it, it just makes you think like you just got to, you just got to um, hold on to your family. You know what I mean? And don't take anything for granted. But then at the same time, work hard you know what i mean have that work ethic and i i know that's something that you know even like for you know for my kids and just as a baseball coach like i just try to tell the kids you know what i mean if you if you really want to want some you got to have that that work ethic you know what i mean it can't stop you gotta you gotta always work you know what i mean that mamba mentality yep yep exactly hey, on that though 
if if it was anyone else other than Kobe Bryant, would it have impacted the world as much as it did? Like, like I feel like, dude, I feel like Kobe Bryant know. was like, like, I don't, I'm not gonna say like the ideal person, but like I, I, cause I seen so many posts from like random people that I didn't even know. I had people coming to the shop like old, like old people that are like I didn't even know they like even knew anything about basketball. They were like. Yo, Kobe Bryant was like a real guy, like a real like good guy, and like, like they felt affected by it. And I was like, you been watching basketball though? I I I know when it happened, man. It's like I woke up to it. I woke up to the notification, and you know, I, I'm a I'm a huge Laker fan. Wouldn't say I'm a diehard Laker fan, but I'm a huge Laker fan. But definitely a huge Kobe. And to answer your question, no, nah, if it was anybody else but Kobe, it definitely wouldn't have the same effect. No, I don't think so. You see, Michael Jackson died. I mean, people got over that. Prince died. Those are huge people. Whitney Houston died. People were hurt. People were affected. But the impact that it made on the entire world uh, was was huge, man. I mean, how many people were actually, like, you know, paid homage to him? And how many people were just, like, you know, shed tears for him? You didn't even know the guy, you know, just in the fact of that he was a basketball player. But just his whole persona, you know, set a standard of of living, you know. And for the fact that he lived it out and, you know, not only that, for the fact that he was a father, um, that, that also was a huge play. The fact that, you know, his daughter died in his arms, you know, last moments that you spent and you're instilling everything that you have left to the game of basketball into your own flesh and blood. And she was promised to be the next Kobe Bryant, you know, if not better than Kobe Bryant. And like his legacy is going to, is going to, is going to like, like be left off at him being one of the greatest basketball players. Or do you think of it, do you think of it more and how it affected people now? Is because of the way he was a dad. I think it was both. Both, both. It's it. It was all the way around because he wasn't just he wasn't just a basketball player at that yeah. point. You know what I mean? It was it was everything that he did outside of the game and what basically what he put into the game and how that translated to the rest of his life for to basically to be an even bigger inspiration. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's it, it was it was just, I and I think a lot of it too was through the times. Like, I mean, I can only imagine like if this would have, what if it would have happened to like Michael Jordan at that age? How how do you do you think it would have had that kind of impact? Not 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 necessarily because their social media wasn't like that, you know. But I think if it happened like now, then yeah. Yeah, because I, I mean, but I, but then that's where that's where we could go back to it, because if that happened to Michael Jordan right now, yeah, it's going to be all over the place, but it's not going to be as big of an impact for Kobe because Michael Jordan is just older. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I think I think a lot of it had to do with the fact that he was <clears throat> he was literally like in the prime of his life. Where he he already got through basketball now he's in the prime of his life being more than just a basketball player. And I think that's what yeah. had the biggest impact on everybody was because the rest of the world was seeing how he was as a father, 
and how he was as a businessman, how he was as a coach and everything beyond that. You know what I mean? An entrepreneur, like, and the steps he was taking just as an individual and a, you know what I mean? So I think that, that that's part of why it was such a big impact. And, to, and the fact that he had, he just barely retired. You know what I mean? So it was almost like he was just starting to live his life. You know what I mean? So I, I, that's my take on it. Well, the thing about Kobe is like he applied Mamba, Mamba mentality to every aspect of his life. With the, his mentality of, of applying to basketball, of his work ethic in basketball to be the best person that you can be in the, whatever particular field that is. You know, he applied it in basketball, but then he also applied it as a father. He applied it, like you said, as an entrepreneur, uh, as an artist, you know, I mean, who has five rings, two Olympic gold medals, uh, a Grammy, you know, a free, you know, an Oscar, you know, whatever award you could possibly have, you know, it's like, bruh, it's like, dang, it's like you, you've accomplished it all, you know, and it's like there was so much more that he could accomplish. And not only that, to see the pathway and the possibilities of uh, what what Gigi could have done too, as well, to c- carry on his legacy, you know. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's it, you know, even the same thing. It's like that that legacy doesn't have to stop there, right? Because you know, his family's going to live it out, and everybody else who believed in him is going to live it out. Mm-hmm. You know? I know we all still use that mentality when we really when it's time to really push for something and and be about what you believe in you know what i mean to to work hard in what you're doing and i you know it, it i guess like some that that's something that rings well with me because you know going back to the question earlier about am i doing if it if it didn't come down to money am i doing what i want to be doing right now and that that goes hand in hand with having that that kind of mentality is to never never stop pursuing and believing in what you what you can do and mm-hmm. and just keep working hard at it because eventually it's you know it's gonna things big things are gonna happen you know it's it's only you you can only go up basically right yeah. the only way you're gonna go down is if you allow yourself to go down. You know, like you're always going to run, run into bumps in the road and obstacles and things like that. But it's what you do and how you move forward from that and how you, how you get past it. Mm-hmm. Word is bond, yo. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's facts, though. It's all facts. But, hey, something I wanted to ask you guys, too, though, is um, about, like, youth sports. Like, cause I know, I know for myself, it's something that I've kind of always wanted to like dive in and get into with, with people outside of the, the coaching world or the baseball world or youth sports world and like talk with, you know, my people and like, you know, so, like something that I've run into cause you know, I've been coaching, coaching Jojo and his, his baseball team for the last three years now. And, and just seeing like, going from rec ball like pony league 
into travel ball and then going back into rec ball and just kind of seeing like how, you know, like with rec sports, like something that I'm finding a lot now and like in just baseball specifically, because that's what I'm coaching is there's a lot of kids where, you know, parents are, are dropping off their kids just to give them something to do. It's like, I understand that they want them to be active and, you know, they need to try things out. But at the same time, there's always those ones where it's like these kids just seem like they don't want to be there and their parents drop them off to go do whatever they got to do or, you know, things like that. Just And, and it's almost like as a coach, I'm a babysitter, you know, but when it, when it comes to the rest of the kids on the team who are really trying to do something and really trying to get better, they're, it's slowing down my practices and everybody else's progressions because you got a kid that they're just dropping off. And well, just, right, right now, and I mean, a, it's hard because no, no, you can't have a – the biggest effect is that the, there is no sports. That's the biggest effect, you know, altogether currently. You know, I see where you're coming from. You know, as far as how it could have been an issue, but the, the the bigger issue at hand is how our parents still being able to keep their kids active and their interest in sports. Yeah. You know, during this time, they, you know, that's I think that's a that's a more bigger issue at hand at this current time. Um, you know, because it's like a lot of times, you know, what I mean, like yourself, your kids are all involved in something, you know, um, and as a lot of other kids are now, they don't have that, you know. How are they still connecting? I know that a lot of people are still using, you know, social media to do as well. Um, yeah. It's just different. It's just different though to be having that team aspect because you can't have that that companionship. You can't the kids can't have that that fellowship with with one another to be able to, you know, be active and encourage one another. You know, and that that's a huge downfall. You know, so you know how how I'm not a parent. So I, I, I wouldn't know that answer, but yeah, I know that's a huge concern. So, you know, how, how are you dealing with that right now? Well, I know like, like when I, when we were kids, I know that, you know, just being on the baseball field, it didn't really seem like there were a lot of kids that just sucked and didn't want to be there. Whereas mm -hmm. like, it's like, you know, not to maybe like a poor use choice of words, but you know, it's like sometimes there's like kids that are there that just, you know, they just don't want to be there. And it's just like, well, shoot, why, why are you here? You know what I mean? Don't, don't come here and try to slow down or be a, be a distraction to what we're doing and what we're trying to do on the field. Yeah. Why, why are you even here? You know what I mean? But I don't know. I mean, Alan, I know Alan coaches basketball. Like how, how do you feel about that? It's, I, I, depends though. Like in in the situation, does it happen in travel also, where it's like, it's it's like more of like a parent and kid's choice to like make that financial effort to to get into the into the league, or is it is it, is it both both leagues, or is it more in, in rec and pony and things like that? No, well, I mean, I think that's the thing too. Is where I think that's why travel ball becomes a lot more is becoming a lot more popular is because you have people or kids that actually want to play. Right. But then, and that, and that's where, that's where I'm saying. It's like, I understand that it's just rec ball. But at the same time, like why, why put your kid into something that 
they don't want to be in or don't want to do. Like, I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's that classic. I, yeah, that was, that was where Allen was my uh, assistant coach on the, on the Shetland Royals. Hey, remember those, some of those kids, too. They, they wasn't trying to be there. Well, but, you know, that's the first – that's the first league that they probably ever joined, you know. But then yeah, they, well, and I mean that's 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 why that's difference. That's t-ball. Yeah. I understand it, but like, like now we're in we're in Mustang, like the ten U level. By this time, if a kid is still playing around in practice and being a distraction and doesn't want to be there, why is he still playing? No, exactly. I mean, should <laughs> there should be there should be a guideline though? If the kid doesn't want to be there, there should be tryouts. Who kids who actually want to play? Not it's not a matter if they can play or they can't play. It's just a matter if they want to play. Well, yeah, and that's where that's where something that I was seeing, and I kind of had this discussion before too, is because at this at this level, like you have, let's just say like ten U, right, in Mustang, we have kids right now that they're playing travel ball, and for JoJo, for example, he's seven year old playing ten U because he's too advanced to play down in the 8U level. He, he's way beyond that. But then you have kids up in the 10U level playing rec ball that should be down there in the 8U level. So why – I think some that I kind of need to see now or what I would like to see is a change in, in rec sports to where kind of like Little League where you have like the farm and the minors and the majors to where you have – you could have a 10 year old playing down with the eight year old because he's not, his skill level isn't high enough to play on the, on the 10 U level. You yeah. know what I mean? Cause like literally like you have kids that are huge that if you, if you, if the kid smacks a baseball as hard as they can and the other kid that can barely play can barely catch and throw should be playing down in Pinto or maybe even T ball. Like, what 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 kind of what kind of safety hazard is that? What do you think could happen? Yeah, I got James Seeley. He said that uh, kids nowadays they they want to be on the phone. They don't want to have a glove or stick or a ball. <laughs> that and that is true. That is true because that's that's and I could I could relate to James because we used to play together, and I know that you know back then as kids like we all wanted to be there. We all wanted to play. Whereas now you just got a bunch of kids that, you know, it's just like, oh, yeah, I just signed you up for baseball and then, you know, go out there and play. But, like, honestly, like, I don't know. I think that's something where I think we, we got to see a change in in how yeah. the the skill level versus age level. Why bring a kid that's maybe eight, nine, ten years old who is at the level of, like, a seven-year-old, why bring him up to this level when he should really be down there, you know? I, I mean, I don't know. That's just that's just my two cents. That's my gripe. But I know, I do know, just as July said, I do know that rec is different from travel because we do both. And that's why, I don't know, it's the, just being like, I like coaching kids, but I like coaching kids that want to be coached, you know, and that's where, that's where I find, I'm finding like this, this dilemma that I'm dealing with is, am I going to go back and coach rec baseball next year? Because I don't want to have to deal with kids that don't want to be coached. You know what I mean? So do I just like let them run and do whatever they want to do? Or 
do I, and I mean, at this point, who knows, we might not even have baseball <laughs> anymore, mm-hmm. but you know, it's just, that's, that's just, that's, that's where I'm at with it. I think it gotta be like a parent thing, like kind of get them more involved, like, you know, like creative ways to get the parents involved to help their kid get some playing time, you know? Yeah. I got I got Lindsey Greblo that says maybe they could play the piano. <laughs> and that's that's dumb too. Like if yeah. they're not gonna be willing to be an athlete, like go go play the piano, go play yeah. it, it, sports maybe not even a thing. Maybe they they are musicians, maybe they are DJs, maybe they are born entrepreneurs, maybe video games could be their avenue, you know. You never know. Yeah, not say you know you know I'm not I'm not encouraging you know and let these kids be lazy and not have be active. No, we want them to be active, but at the same time you know let's you know have make sure that they're doing what the kid wants to do, and they they could excel in and you know if it's not a talent like you know you don't give a kid a a, a trombone when he ain't never you didn't tell him to play it you like he ain't never played it in his life you know yeah like, maybe not like the trombone maybe he's a drummer. Did you guys play instruments when you guys were kids? Yeah, a little bit. For a little bit, I took piano, guitar, and piano lessons. But then I wanted to stop to play baseball. And look, I'm a musician and not a baseball player. <laughs> I've never taken a, I've taken music lab in high school, and that's just about it. And that pretty much was a, a fly class because it just flew right, right right through it, and pretty much just sat in the room all all period and just sat in front of a piano and acted like I knew what I was doing. But I always loved music, you know. I remember, remember back in the day when we used to go to Circuit City, and then they had the keyboard set up, and we'd just sit there and make beats. I'd be on the drums, and we just come up with different beats, and we just put on a, a quick show at Circuit City or Guitar <laughs> Center, wherever you go. We just go, oh, there's keyboards. We're just gonna mess around with these Casios, you know, and just make yeah. some beats. And you know, I, I, I just always loved music, you know, and just, you know, I, I, I never like studied music theory or anything like that, but I always hung around musicians or, you know, just like when it came in, in with the whole DJ thing, you know, I never was a DJ. I was the MC. I was the only guy in the crew that got on the mic. Yep. There was 15 DJs and <laughs> one MC. And I was the only one on the mic, only one that could. Until one day, I wanted to learn how to DJ. EJ showed me the ropes. And next thing you know, I took it from there. And then, you know, I'm, just, you know, I'm a DJ at MC. Oh, you know, now what? You know? <laughs> well, and that, that's, that's the crazy thing is most the complete package, too. Because, like, when it first started, this was when I first moved back from San Jose. And I had, you know, like, I think it was they asked me to DJ, be a guest DJ at one of the Smashdown parties at the Odemeyer Center. So, like, I was like, all right, cool, I'm going to do it. So I put together a little DJ set. And I like, I had a couple spots where I was like, hey, Mo, I'm going to throw a little instrumental right here or whatever, you know, rock it real quick. Give me a, uh, you know, spit a couple bars. And so he he did it or he, you know, he wrote a rhyme and like he spit that part. And then I was like, hey, I need to switch records on this one. So I need you to go, get the crowd hype real quick so I can, so I could stop the music. And, and he held it down. And it was like, ever since then, we just kept building off of that and just yeah. going and going. And then that's where eventually we were having all those scratch sessions at Mike's house or whoever's house. At the Phil Lamb, we were the scratch session at the Phil Lamb. Over at Uncle Boy's house, messing around in the garage. You know what I mean? And yeah. eventually I was just like, dude, let's 
let's just all like be one big ass DJ crew and just call it collabo. Like God, that wasn't your first. You wanted to make name that shit Savage Seagulls. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that one's still stuck too, though. That's Ramizi. Hey, remember though? Like I remember. Like, if, if, does anyone else remember this? Is like way back, like when when we when we used to do those kind of parties and. Like you guys would stop the music and then Mo would just get on the mic and just start beatboxing and everyone would start scratching to his beatbox. Yeah. Those were the days, man. <laughs> we dropped the tone. Remember, and I think we did one performance too with Mike. We did at the uh at the Monterey Fairgrounds. What it was that I forgot oh, what, yeah, what, yeah. what event it was. But uh yeah, we did that we little beatbox session and then Mike cut and you we're all just dropping yep. tones, and it had that that color. Yep. Scratching. I remember that whole routine, yeah. bro. That, that whole routine. Hey, somebody, I know somebody still has that. You know who has to have that on VHS hey, think, or something, bro. I think, I think Jake Jacob has the uh, the videotape. Oh, we had it on mini disc. Remember the mini disc of video cameras? <laughs> yeah. yeah, remember that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's gonna have to dig that thing up and and digital digitalize that. Then then you and Rico have have a verse on each on there too. Yeah, we on did that common, on that common beat. Yeah, I don't remember how it went though, but yeah, I remember me and Rico did that thing. Shout out Night Train, Treasy. Yeah. Man, talk about the ghetto days. Just to be kids again. <laughs> yeah. Hey, so um, I guess now like. Uh, something that Alan brought up earlier was uh, where do you think we're going to be like after all this is done or what do you, you got, you want to put a timeline on that? Like next year, by the end of the year, man, you can't put a timeline on nothing right now because the timeline now. gets pushed every single month, man. And it's like, man, I feel bad for everybody that just like, Oh man, who those who got kids and for the rest of the school, you're just shut down. I feel bad for those seniors, oh, yeah. man. I, I, all those high school seniors hey, that won't be able to have prom. Um, man, it's, it's you know. It's are they all, even have a graduation? Like they're not even gonna have a graduation. They're just gonna have their diploma mailed to them, you know, pretty much. There's no walking ceremony. All the college kids, and you know, I heard they're gonna do like a Zoom Zoom uh, proms and stuff like that. What they need to do is uh, Zoom my finances and, like, you know, get rid of all this debt. No, I'm playing. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I feel you, though, because, like, right now it's it's baseball season, and there's a lot of kids that aren't going to get to play the rest of the year. Like, they probably only played, like, a, a maybe, like, three games at the most, three or Not four just games. baseball, basketball, football. You know, there's no going to be in high school. There's no spring training. There's nothing. You know, all the kids that are supposed to be on spring ball right now, all, like all the July's kids that are coaching, they got nothing. You know, they got it's, – it's tough. You know what I'm saying? So, what do they got? They got 2K, and they got – what. Words with friends, <laughs> whatever game they be playing, a Fortnite. We got we got Zoom meetings. But yeah, man, if they could do it on Zoom, that'd be cool. I mean, I know a lot of like a lot of uh, extra kids that are doing extracurricular activities are are doing Zooms. You know, you know the the teachers are still able to teach classes through Zoom and online. So technology is great. Well, yeah, know, yeah. Well, I mean, and that's why that's why this couldn't have happened at a better time with the way that technology is. Cause like, even with, um, with like Kalia's cheer, 
like she literally has she does i think was it like every other day or every day there's like some kind of uh, group class or something that they have on zoom where they do stretches with the coaches and stuff like that and it's all it's all online and in their homes and yeah. you know the fact that they could still do that is cool you know and um I think that that's where that's where like the way technology is now it's just been a, a huge thing and the fact that we could do this right now you know it's it's crazy like how far it's gone you remember like what how how long ago was that when the iPhone came out 2010 man I, I somewhere around no the iPhone probably came out like at least 2006 I don't know we have to hey, hey, hey Siri when did you come out <laughs> Wait, hold on. Ask Siri. Actually, hey. There, let's see. Hey Siri, when was the iPhone release? First. It told me to go to Apple.com. Man, I ain't got it going for No. All right, like bonus questions for anybody out there who knows them. What? I think well, it was 2010. I think it was. Like it's we've only had like video phones for like we've only been able to do like FaceTime and stuff like that literally for like 10 years. You know what I mean? It's crazy. You guys all looking it up? Uh, yeah, I am. Oh, v Vicky said 2006. I knew it was around there. Nah, 2011. No, that's 4S. It's a 4S. And the iPhone first came out. You know what? I'm going to disclose this right now. I, people will, will debate me all they want about this. And, you know, I'm pretty sure someone else in this world could say the same thing. But I had the idea of the iPhone when we were DJing in high school with Richard. And he had an iPod, the first generation. You know, the first iPod with the four buttons in the circle. Yeah. I said, you know what? What would it be like if there was an iPod that was a phone? I said that. And, I, you know, if I really like gave that idea to steve jobs at the time man we would pff, he was you. probably listening on the ipod he probably was man i'll tell you that was my idea that was my idea just like just like the dude on the napster on uh, uh, was that movie italian job i came up with the iphone uh, you heard it first right here y'all <laughs> serious <laughs> hey i'll tell you what though back to that uh the, what we were talking about on how you know just having like kids not being able to finish out their seasons and like knowing that there's like scouts and things, they, they go out and watch this stuff. But I tell you right now, the thing that I decided like back when Jojo started playing baseball, I'm putting him out there for a scholarship right now. That's why you see all these videos that I'm making. Yeah. It's I'm not, I'm not trying to, you know, wait till he gets to high school. I'm trying to do that right now. That's that's a good point. Actually, I had a, a follow Lindsay. She said that you know when we were talking about impact of sports, that even scholarships are getting cut off. You know, people, who, kids who were you know had scholarships, ready high school graduates, and high high athletes are ready to go to D one, D two schools. Nope, can't do it. It's crazy. So, it's crazy, man. Like the most corrupt shit out there, and they they making money off these kids, off their tuition and. And you know them being being their celebrity on their teams, and then they're gonna they're gonna put a halt to to mm -hmm. giving people free school for their talent. That's fucked up. Hey, but I mean, with with Dustin being in college now, like, how is it? How is this affecting him? He's been here since 
the 18th. Is he still in? Is he still doing schoolwork? Doing Zoom, Zoom classes. Oh, okay, so he's on that. Zoom is is making a lot of money right now. Hey, all I want to zoom, 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 and a boom, boom. Just check the rope. All right, Teddy Riley. That's 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 gonna be our opening song on the next one. Yeah, man. Spin that one tonight, Mo. If you were failing all your classes and this shit happened, so you're probably just going to get an automatic pass. I, I doubt they're going to fail anyone because anyone could just say, you know what? That that coronavirus shit fucked, fucked up my school. I paid, what, Dustin's tuition is $7,000 for fucking over there for a year. Or it's like four thousand three five a semester. You got these people paying all that money for them to do online classes. <laughs> hey, hey, for real though, like even online Schools are expensive, bro. Like, I know I had to pay a lot when it came to it. I'm still paying for it, bro. It's crazy. I'm still paying for fucking deal that fucking lost accreditation. Crazy. So where now? Where do you? Where do you? Uh, what's your take, Alan, on where where you think we're gonna be? I have no idea. I have no outlook. I don't know. I, I it's hard for me to say because I always, I always want to be everywhere. I don't, I, I don't know. Like I don't have like a, a direct path to what I see, to what I see myself doing. Like there's so many things I want to do and I'm just unsure of what I, which way I want to go right now. So, but like with this, with this whole aspect, I think we can keep this going and, and, and build it up from here. Start off here, start off, on Facebook, start off on IG, build a little following, then then bump it up to YouTube or whatever new channel of of streaming or or this type of group because everyone's doing this net now. Like you know what I'm saying? Like all these athletes, all that shit, they're gonna be fucking just recording their little conversations with each other. Yeah. I don't know yeah, if, I don't know if we're hitting this at the right time, but to like become like like at the peak, like you know, top top 100 but i think i think we'll we'll be there we'll be at a good spot where where we have a good following of people that you know that really feel what we were talking about you know yeah 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 man so hey man this is a good little first little test run man yeah i agree i agree let's uh let's uh go in and uh shout out some some music now yeah man you guys, you guys hear that new John Legend actions? Actually, I won't be honest, man. I haven't really been listening to any new music because I've just been in creation mode, bro. Oh, you gotta hear this though. The song. I'm gonna put, let me cue this up for you. Okay. We got a couple shoutouts though. While you getting that queued up, you know. Uh, so speaking of music, though, I just gotta shout out my my nephew Justice. So if y'all ain't heard my my boy right now, man, I've been working a lot of music with him. We're gonna be doing a live broadcast on Wednesday at eight. That's oh, there you go. So make sure y'all tune in. I got more information to come. Y'all want to see some new music and hear some new music? Tune in April eighth at eight p.m. You heard that April eighth? Yeah, I know. Um... That's I gotta I gotta get with Justice too because he hit me up about 
uh, mixing and mastering his album. So I got to I, I got to talk with you on that one too. Yep, he's he's nodding his head too. He's here. He hears. He's right here. Where's he at? <laughs> I come here and jump on. He need to take Nito's spot. Where's Nito at? Mia up there sleeping. Nah, he's right here. He's down. He's putting his music together. He's uh he's about to put uh, do his dope ass R and B set. Oh oh yeah. So he's getting that. He's getting uh, that what up, Just? What's up, y'all? <laughs> hey, so I got this. I got this track up here. I hope it's not too loud though. Here I go again with another love song that I wasted. Just another love run out of patience. She don't want it, she don't need it. Every other word coming from my pen. She throw back in my face, saying, Where you been? I sound so poetic, but it feels like I let it slip away, slip away. I wanna show my love strong, make a feel. What you think? What you think? I'm feeling that one, bro. That was fire, huh? It's yeah. cool. I really like the hook, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but like when I first, because you know I, I'm on uh, I Thank subscribe to I subscribe to Google Play, and Hulu. But the thing that I like about Google Play is it always pops up like new releases, like suggested new releases. So this one popped up there, and I was like, well, I need to see what this is about. And I turned it on, and and it had that that intro playing, and I was like, oh what? And then when the beat dropped, I was like, okay, he he took it he took it to another level, and he still kept those uh like that baseline in there to me is is dope, it's legit. <clears throat> Take out that share screen though. Yeah, no. Nah. <laughs> give a give a give a shout out oh, to yeah. the, to the homie. Oh yeah, yeah, less easy. I, you know what? I'm gonna be I'm gonna be wrong. I haven't even peeped it yet. I haven't even peeped it yet. Hey, he got those. He got them old school classics. Oh, okay. That's his car. Yeah, I know. I know. Hey, you gonna? Hey, Nino's over here. He's working on his mixtape. He's about to drop his dope ass R&B mixtape. He's been working hard, downloading all these new tracks. I've been hearing them. I'm telling you right now. So be on the lookout. DJ Nito coming out soon. Matter of fact, Nito, you wanna jump on? You wanna jump on real quick? We on live right now. Oh yeah, he's working hard right now. He's well, is he is he going in in the mix tonight? Nah, not, nah, not tonight. He's just he's yeah, he's just getting all this stuff together. But yeah, you'll know. You know. Y'all okay. know. Hey, but back to this though. Shout out to Lesteezy. Lesteezy. Check out check out his uh new mixtape, Chevelle Schmobbin. Check it out on Mixcloud. We'll probably put a link a link to it on our uh the 360 Chop Shop page. That way you can check it out, um, get it straight from there. But if not, just go to Mixcloud and search Less Easy, 
L-E-S-T-E-E-Z-Y. You can also follow follow him on Instagram too. Go check him out. He got that link on his bio. Um, Andy, yeah, yo. Hey, Alan, you got any uh, new music that you peeped out lately? Or anything you, you trying to uh, plug? There was a... What are you feeling right now? There was this uh fuck, I forgot who I forgot who the main singer was, but Pilo was on it and it had a it had a dope little beat on it though. Hold on, let me Pilo. go out real quick. Hey, hey, that's JoJo's favorite rapper. Who Pilo? Pilo. Pilo. Uh, yeah, I Pilo. taught him I, I taught him how to play um what song was that? I think it was Same Squad or something. No, it wasn't Same Squad. It was the other one that was on Madden. What was that song he had on Madden? Same squad. Was it? Yeah. No, it's going big. Going big. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Going big. Going big. Going, going big. Where's that PLAP? Uh, Jay Worthy and PLO. Jay Worthy? Yeah. Oh, shoot. Anything tripping. Switch that share screen off, though. Okay. It on there? Hold on. It's called PLAP. Lester said, uh, Barry Yee! Seville Way. Vincey Park. <laughs> you got that beat? What's it called? P-L-A-P, clap. Plap or blap? Clap. B-L-A-P? B-L-A, yeah, blap, my bad. This, this, this uh, Dustin's new stuff? Yeah, I was, uh, he was playing that in the car, and I was like, yo, that's pretty tight. I came through stunning, 50s and 100s, eating fish at the same pile, salt through the hundreds. Pimping, pimping on bitches, so I'm never fucking. It's Christmas time, baby, I might let you suck it. Head to Seattle for some Ezel chicken. 2030 Jefferson shit used to be different. That's a CD, homie, better act like you know me. St. Nick's pull me on, that's a tool, six OG, Jake, one, my nigga. You can tell by the slap at the Pacific right by Danny's home. I know my niggas thuggin' came from bonding. It's a coma get money, so we keep shit poppin'. But I'm in the V, snow bunnies that free. Sit them down, make a round ten down every week. I did that though, like I get that though. They tell about pussy, I stamp that hoe. It's worth. If I swerve, it's just me on worth. Yeah, yellow bone, but she from the birds. Yeah, Asian chick, but she from the turf. Yeah, say I'm perf, I get topped in the curve. Yeah, uh, I'm more about the divvies. If I'm drinking hand in it's privy, bet that she gon' choose. Even if I'm riding in the Civic, I'm the one that's really known in this. Hey, DJ Cuddy. Hey, that one, that one remind me of an old like, be legit track. Yeah. He, he kind of rapped like Be Legit on that one. Yeah, that, that was that old, old mob music right there. That's like that old 1996 music right there. That was dope. That was dope. I I, I liked it. it. It took me back. That one that one could have gone on on Lester's mixtape. 
<laughs> I was feeling that beat though. That's why I was like, oh. yeah. Yeah, that was that one was cool. I still gotta peep that mixtape. I haven't got a chance to peep it out yet though. I got you less. Don't even trip, man. And you you get a chance to peep that uh foundation. <laughs> yeah, of course. I, I haven't listened to it in a while, I'll be honest. But hey, yeah. hey no, for real. I wanna do I wanna plug that real quick. Yeah. Go check out the 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 new foundation. Foundation Cosmo, baby. prolific, and Noxzilla slaps. Yeah. It Play is some. what it is. Play some. What? Which one? Play it is what it is. Okay. It is what it is. Beat that. It's available now on all media outlets, ladies and gentlemen. The Foundation. You can follow us at the Foundation 831. Along with all my other pages. <laughs> <laughs> Plug them all. Plug them all right now. Follow my chef page, Chef Mo underscore eight three one. Follow my regular page, Cosmo Beats, Cosmo Beats with the Z. So you know, I got a lot of things going on. Just try there to stay is. busy. Just try to stay busy. It is what it is. Yeah. Produced by Noxzilla. Another one of them things. Zilla. Cosmo. The foundation, uh, back to the basics, come on, uh, bring it back, you know, uh, you can never determine how long this life will last, true seek the path, just knock seeking ass, real recognize real, no need to wear the mask, you quick to jump the gun and then you put yourself on blast, nowadays it's all about IG and Facebook without facing books, your faith is shook, made you look, you been debating, then you got hooked, get out the kitchen when it's hot, or you're gonna get cooked, it's Chef Mo stirring it up like a pot of a dobo, clocking in like chronos, being fake is a no-no, we stay strong like Bolo, ain't afraid to be solo, let the truth be told to those who don't know, I'm the type to bring light to outshine the shade, and I ain't gonna stop until I'm under a grave, and even then I pray for my legacy to continue to live, and you can take me for who I am, or take it for what it is. Yeah, this is the foundation, it is what it is, it is what it is, foundation, it is what it is, it is what it is, I get I gave uh Gabe some love but wasn't trying to play the whole song but Gabe was spitting Gabe was spitting that I I know that one I don't know dude like that one this this uh EP to me, it's probably like just, just saying it's like I feel it's our best work as far as what we did, like as a whole. Taking just, all, the way, all from all the way back from the Goswad days. Yeah, and just the vibe, the vibe on it though, yeah, like yeah, definitely from, from beginning to end. It's just I don't know. It has that like nostalgia to it that makes me kind of takes takes me back. Yeah. Well, hey. I've been working over here with Justice a lot. We actually, we just cut a track last night. I'm gonna drop a little exclusive, just so, just a little taste though. All right, do it, do it. We we even got the whole name for you, but he, my boy, laid it down. You know, he put it work, so peep it out. K 
Catch you performing live on Wednesday. Instagram live. Okay, follow. I'm ready for the war. I'm Rap justice. J U S T U S. Okay, now let me see you step light. Left, right, homie, make sure that your step right. Left, right, homie, let me see you step light. Left, right, homie, make sure that your step right. Left, right, okay, no, everybody left. Left, right, left, right, left, left, right. Okay, now let me see you left. Left, right, left, right, left, left, right. Okay, now everybody, let me see a Sean hands if you a boss. Now keep them up if you ain't afraid to take a loss. Cause I've been taking losses all my life, but no matter the cost. I bounce back, now it's jumping, ready, moss, homie, go shoot up. Lacey, tighten your boots up, go get ready for battle. The opposition got shooters, and I know that we do too, but the homie, this shit is crucial. This the perfect opportunity, think I got them confused, cause no, I am not like the usual. Okay, we coming in out of nowhere, they ask me so damn politely, but you know I had to go there, and I'm going there like I'm going there with no fear, ain't giving them no air. These dreams have been looking so fair, so I'm packing it till it's over, and it's no time. Y'all talking, y'all be gonna be giving y'all the oh nine. This little light of mine, I hope you know it's Gon' shine a little something like my arm Cause even if I fall, I'm coming back even harder And I'm ready for the war with the soldiers and my brody Justice right there, y'all Make sure you follow that rap, Justice Rap, J-U-S-T-U-S, y'all Hey, I just know every time Every time he gets on the mic It's just like the next level Like he just gets better and better every time it's crazy. It's, it's crazy because two years ago when he first started, yeah, and then it was like even then in that first year that he he first started doing it, every time he would get on it was better and better. But then it's like every time that he does something now, it's just like, dude, it, it just like it's just mind blowing, dude. Like he's been working. He's been working hard too, man. He's been working really, really hard a lot. He says thanks. He, he means a lot. Yeah. Hey, keep doing it. Don't stop. And we, yeah, this for sure. I'm telling you, this is, I mean, that's just a little taste. I mean, we just cut that one last night. You know, I, I actually, we got a little more of a project that we're trying to get his album together. Um, as you, you know, we said, we, we'll discuss that later. But uh, yeah, we want to get that album like re- prepped and ready and ready to go because. As soon as this whole social thing is, you know, a social distance thing is over, man, I'm telling you, man, we're going to hit these shows up, man, to try to just, you know, get this music out there. Hey, but right now, there ain't no better way to do it but to provide content like this. Yeah, man. I'm telling you. We got, this, we got, I'm yeah, telling you. Every show going to get better and better and better and better and better. Let's see. That's the beginning. Yeah. Yo, only just begun. Hey, so yeah, I mean, back back to this. Thank you, thank you, everybody who tuned in tonight and checked out our. This is this is the first time we're doing this. You know, we just put everything together like just like an hour before we started, and um, I mean, I think this 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 was fun. I really enjoyed it. You know, keep keep checking it out. Make sure you guys go follow the three sixty chop shop on. Facebook, on Instagram, there will be a YouTube page too. So all of that's just all, all of that's going to be ready. You'll, you'll be able to find that all through the Facebook page. So make sure you guys check that out and uh, stay tuned. I know, you know, we have a lot of things planned moving forward, 
though this one's just the first one. This is kind of our pilot or a test run. But, you know, we plan to bring in interviews. We plan to bring on other people. Uh, we plan to, plan to bring on more friends to join us and uh, go live. I mean, the fact that we could do this from anywhere and anybody could be anywhere in the world um, is huge. So um, uh, I got a request. Someone wants us to do a, a freestyle beatbox segment. <laughs> Maybe okay. next one. Maybe next one. Maybe. Go ahead, Mo. All they all they need is a is a couple bars. Just a couple bars. Okay, I guess I do this beat all just in time. Uh, Where's Justice at? He's right here. You want to go get a little couple bars in on live? Nah, he's he's cool right now. But this is one of my, another newest beat that I just made. I don't know if I just sent this to you. Let me flip it back. So you hear hear from the top. Uh, yeah, we here on the three sixty chop shop. We representing that hip hop. We don't stop. Even the clock is still going. We've been on an hour and 30 minutes. I ain't knowing what to say. Better up the bay. Monterey, six side, California, A, A. But we in the marina in the fog. We chopping them down like logs. We just ruthless by law like Marshall. I come through hard, you know, we take them out. I got to let him all know what I'm about Cause you know I'll make you all scream and shout And get your hands to the sky And wave them from side to side Cause you know we got the rep to set the side Until the day that I die No lie, cause you know I got the end of bomb Then I get high with the time to fly by When I'm on a mission I got to make everybody listen Without a pop of pissing But you know there ain't no dissing But for sure I'm ready to shine See me glisten like water Cause you know I got to pop my collar And holler, I ain't trying to be fitted up like a baller, nah, my homie got it in parlor, but you know we ain't gonna stop, we about to take our time when we spit our rhymes, I say whatever comes off the top of my mind, I put the past hit behind, I got a little time, gotta get the game soured up like limes, with the margarita, a tight senorita, this how we do because you know I got the feeder, cause I know I got the food, I don't mean to be rude, but I get her in the mood, ha. Just a couple bars, yeah. Just, uh, just a couple bars that I'm gonna spit. It's a, that I'm gonna spit. Hey, come on, it's just a couple bars. It's just a couple bars. It's just a couple bars I'm gonna spit. Hey, uh -huh. I gotta look for that one. Flip it back. On the attack, we're about to do this thing. Come back like an acrobat when we swing it from the trapeze. Get on your knees, we're getting these. Cause these fools when the back of our knees you can't see. Open up your eyes. I ain't the one to be telling no type of lie. I speak the truth, hit them at the park like my neighbor's Babe Ruth. You want to go to the toe, I leave you with one, two. K O L A B O. I'm knocking at your door with your boy Cosmo. Everybody hit the flow. I gotta let them know I'm just here trying to shine, let it glow. The light. Shine bright when I'm on the mic, uh, ready to be night, it's on sight. All night, keep the party. I ain't got no Bacardi, but I'm showing love to everybody. It's in the 831, hey. 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 Three Sticks and Chop Shop, thank y'all so much for tuning in. Facebook Live, we here. 
practicing social distancing, but we all come together as one. Show nothing but love, because we all under the sun having fun, y'all. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. My name is DJ Cosmo. Nightzilla, EJ, Allen, DJ Nito, Justin, the building. Make sure you tune in on Wednesday, April 8th. Catch the details, because they are to come tomorrow, guaranteed. All right, y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in. God bless each and every one of y'all. I want to wish y'all nothing but love. Stay safe. Stay apart, but stay together, y'all. Peace.